Hello, and welcome once again to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on 103.5 WAWL. My name is C.E. Sikinga, and I teach journalism and English at the high school. And today my guest is Ben Lawrence. Ben works with me at the high school, and Ben is our English as a Second Language teacher, so he works a lot with a lot of different populations, uh, all of whom are English language learners. Um, Welcome to the show, Ben. Thanks, E. Great to be here. Yeah, thanks for thanks for being here. I guess first off, just give us an overview of what you do because I, I know in the twenty years I've worked with you, your job has changed a little bit. It's probably a lot different if, than what people would know if they went to school in the seventies and eighties. Sure, it has changed quite a bit since I arrived here in nineteen ninety six. Um, in ninety six, we had a huge migrant population. Uh, typically, those uh, were border kids, kids from the Texas-Mexico uh, border, Spanish-speaking families in particular, um, that would travel back and forth from Texas to Michigan for agricultural work. And that dynamic and that demographic has really changed. Um, uh, right now, I'm working mainly with refugee students um, from areas like Nepal, um, Bhutan, Myanmar, um, from really all over East Asia, um, and that's really changed the population of our EL learners at school. So we've gone from Spanish-speaking students to a wide range of Asian languages represented. And that must really affect you, because I know I know you have a background in Spanish. I do. Obviously, and you also teach some Spanish from time to time. So um, have you had to learn other languages? And then what's that like? Well, I do learn little p- parts and pieces of different languages just so I can and you know meet the the basic communication needs but one of the common misconceptions about teaching ESL is that you do indeed need to know the language of the the students you're teaching and that's just not true. Uh there's a lot of smiling and dancing around and a lot of show and tell involved in ESL teaching um and so that's exactly what I do. Um it's really cool to learn about all these cultures that are coming to Grand Haven. We talk a lot about Grand Haven being a bubble and it's <laughs> not not very diverse at our high school. And what's really cool about my population is if we can't go elsewhere to find culture, guess what? We're bringing culture right here to Grand Haven High School. So it's it ends up being a really uh, a, a great situation for everyone. And can you estimate um, in a given day how many different languages or cultures you deal with? Sure. Um, at the high school, um, I think at last count, 13 different nationalities and nine different languages. So um, I've got... Uh, many different religions represented. Uh, we have a number of Sikh students at our school. We yep. have a lot of Hindi students. Uh, we have uh, tons of Buddhist now students at our school. Um, so it's really been great to increase that diversity in my classroom and at Grand Haven. Fascinating. So I guess to give our listeners an idea, let's say I, I come to your class, let's say I'm from you know, Bhutan mm-hmm. and where does the process start? How how do you get me acclimated? Because you know we're talking about refugee students. These are kids that have just kind of been plopped down in a whole different culture, a whole different language. Now go to school. Sure. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of diagnosing of of different issues when it comes to meeting new kids from different cultures. Um, some kids have never been in a 
uh, formal educational setting ever. They've never really been in a school. So in those cases, you're teaching kids how to hold pencils <laughs> and what a notebook is. And in some cultures, when we're, when we're reading from left to right in English, and many of these students oh, are yeah. reading right to left, up to down sorts of things, it's, it's a very... Uh, you just really have to go back to the basics. Um, so a lot of it is, uh, again, smiling, um, making sure they feel welcome. Um, and that can be as easy as a smile and, and a, you know, a, a hand on the shoulder to support the kid. Um, a lot of my job is orienting these students and families to their new setting, whether it be in Grand Haven proper or at the different schools throughout Grand Haven. Right. Um, so that's a, a big job. Um, and then trying to assess where they are, because typically we'll get kids that are 15, 16 years old, but really haven't had a 15, 16-year-old typical education that a kid would receive Absolutely. here in, in Michigan. Um, so in some cases, I'm teaching kids how to read. In some cases, I'm teaching kids the Roman alphabet for the first time. If I have <laughs> Asian kids who have never right. seen Roman alphabet, uh, ABC, one, two, three. So in some cases at the high school, I feel like an elementary school teacher sometimes, uh, even though I'm dealing with older kids. Yeah, that, that's fascinating. You are listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on 103.5 WAWL. My name's C.E. Sikinga, and my guest today is Ben Lawrence. Ben is our English as a Second Language, or ESL, teacher at the high school. Um, so I guess try imagine we were watching your classroom on a hidden camera type show what's happening at a given moment in mr lawrence's room well you certainly won't <laughs> see me sitting down um <laughs> i'll tell you that i i spent a lot of time on my feet um i spent a lot of time at the sides of my students um pushing them to get through the typical high school requirements in addition to learning english for the first time <laughs> many of these kids are trying to achieve credits toward graduation so um I guess the typical day would be a fun start to the day with some some cool cultural music. I try to bring in a lot of different cultures into my classroom and expose kids from, you know, a diverse background to even more diversity. So I might have a class full of Latino students who are speaking mainly Spanish and then um, expose them to, say, an Indian or a Bollywood uh, <laughs> film or a film clip or a piece of music. Um that really gets things started in my class and gets kids talking. Um, and then I might break the, the group into different, break the class into different groups so that I've got um, some new English language learners that I'm working with, with specific skills. And then I have some kids that can kind of fly on their own. And in, in that case, I'm just tutoring them and getting them, uh, you know, enough English ammunition to get through those lessons, whatever they may be uh, during their school day. Um, so I, I do tend to focus on those new language learners and uh, and try to make learning fun. A lot of manipulatives, bringing in my silverware from home and teaching <laughs> them how to do a place setting or uh, typical greetings that might be very strange for a lot of kids. Uh, shaking hands is not something that's done around the world. It's kind of an American thing. Right. Um, all kinds of things like that, cultural, big time cultural differences. Yeah, that's, uh, and I know your room has kind of become a, a safe space for a lot of kids from different cultures who 
In a, I mean, imagine if we went to live in Mongolia sure. or Uganda. It's it's a a very different culture, and those kids seem to bond across cultural groups in there as well. Yeah, safety in numbers, and I think um, when they when they realize that I've had that cultural experience, having been an exchange student and having having traveled a lot. Um, and the fact that I know a bunch of different languages and I can empathize with their struggles language wise and academically, um, and they just know that I'm there for them. That's, uh, that creates a really nice, safe spot for them to, for those kids to come. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show on 103.5 WAWL. I'm C.E. Sikinga, and today we're talking with Ben Lawrence, the ESL teacher at Grand Haven High School. Now, I know you also work with some of the other groups as an ambassadors, and you put on some events to kind of, I guess, celebrate the diversity that you have. Can you tell sure. us a little, little bit about some of those? You bet. So we have a very active ambassador club at Grand Haven High School. Um, the staff advisor is Nate Tapp, and he happens to be another Spanish teacher in right. the foreign language department. Um, so these kids are very active. Uh, these are typically Grand Haven kids who are seeking diversity. They want to uh, try to bring in more diversity and welcome any diverse families or situations into our school and to kind of accept them into the school family. So we do a lot of events, um, everything from pizza parties to potlucks to get-to-know-you activities. Um, and we'll even do some sporting events where we invite uh, a big group of people and we, we get together and enjoy those, those times together. It's also a great chance for ESL students to meet Grand Havenites and also have uh, those Grand Haven kids exchange phone numbers with some of my refugee and ESL students and they can make instant connections. And, and those friendships are one of the more difficult things to form for my ESL kids. So I really, really appreciate that ambassador club connection. Yeah, definitely. They, they do a fantastic job with that. Um, to wrap it up quickly, what do you think is the biggest misconception about the kids you work with? Well, I have to say lately the biggest misconception is because you know a different language and because you don't speak English, that you're not up to par in some way academically as some of the native English speaking kids. I think that's a really hard hurdle to understand uh, for someone who speaks English. And all of our demands are in English here um, in the United States, in Michigan, in, in our school. Um, and often we'll get kids that don't speak English that are in 10th grade and just can't handle the curriculum, if you were to deliver that same curriculum in their native language, they would be just fine. They would grasp it. They would test very well, all of those mm -hmm. things. But the lone hurdle is the language. And discounting intelligence, I guess, or discounting savviness as far as yeah. new cultures is concerned is a, is a huge hurdle. Can't discount that. Kids are really, really good at that. Right. And do you find that a lot of your kids there – they understand far better than they can communicate what they understand. Absolutely, and that's it basically goes back to the, the stages of language learning. Just like when you're a baby, you, you listen first and you don't say much, mm -hmm. and as you get more and more confidence and guts, you start to speak more, uh -huh. even if you make lots of mistakes, just as a young kid, mm -hmm. just as a, an infant would learn a language. And it's the same for these new language learners. Uh, they begin to understand everything, lots of head nodding and, and yes, sir, no, sir. 
and then eventually they get the confidence to speak. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that can be quite confusing too. Oh. You think kids are getting it. Yeah. They're really not getting the whole picture no. yet. And of course you've been doing this long enough now. You've seen some success stories. I mean, I know you can think of a number of kids just off the top of my head that I've had in class that have worked with you and now their families have started business in community in the community and put down roots and they're going to be here for generations contributing to the Tri-Cities. Sure. And I think that's a testament to our school district and our teachers. Uh, making those families feel welcome, pushing those kids to to reach those high academic goals and move on to college if that's their wish. Um, I think our staff, our our district does a wonderful job of that and focusing on that. Our numbers are small enough that we can do that. Mm-hmm. I think if our numbers were to grow out of control, um, that would be that would be pretty t- difficult to do. But I think we've done a great job, um, and I've seen a lot of families settling out. Um, leaving that migrant lifestyle and getting yeah. permanent jobs here in Grand Haven and contributing to our economy right here. That's fantastic. Well, if that population does explode, we'll just hire two or three more Ben Lawrences. Uh, I don't think there are any other Ben Lawrences out there. Um, but that's why it's great to see you do what you do. And I want to thank you for being with us today and uh, keep on doing your job. I just love watching the the growth that happens with your kids every year. Thank you, C. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome. And you've been listening to the Grand Haven Schools Highlight Show at 103.5 WAWL. Be sure to tune in again next Monday night. Superintendent Andy Engel will be back with another fantastic guest. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.